Red Diamond Quarry, an Elder Scrolls podcast. Here are your hosts, Bob Chichinsky and Dog Bark 24. Welcome, everyone, to episode 34 of the Red Diamond Courier. I am here with you as always, Bob Chichinsky. Here with my good friend, Dog Bark 24 How are you doing this week, Dog? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I am doing good, man. Doing good. And we have a special guest here with us this week. It's been quite a while for us to get a uh, another person here in the Courier shop with us, but we are glad to have from the Brothers of Tamriel podcast, the one and only Jay Rumberg. How is it going, man? It is going fantastic. Thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. How, how are you guys doing today? Good, man. Super glad to have you on. Yeah, it's awesome. nice for you to join us. So we uh, we got a whole interview episode for you guys here. We wanted to bring Jay Rum on because he is a not only one of our ESO podcast fam friends, he is also an awesome ESO streamer that streams like all day long every day (laughs) i'm always never surprised to see jrem popping up online on my phone so we are gonna get right into it uh news not a lot this week it has been i mean you know we're technically recording within the same week of last time so how much can happen but uh imperial city event is in full swing um dog i i know that you've been in there right how's it looking um i pretty much just been uh farming scamps uh i farmed a little group of uh low cp yellows that decided that they wanted to mess with my scam spawn and it was (laughs) a bad idea for them but yeah i found i learned that uh during the event these scamps are or the trove scamps the cunning scamps are spawning every two and a half minutes so is that easy. that's faster than normal? It's normally yeah, five. Yeah, it's normally five. Yeah. Oh, so that's a half. That's that's pretty nice. Yeah, I think the uh, the uh, sewer bosses are the same too. So like the flag bosses. Well, that's cool. So Dogda's in there, you know, totally just ganking noobs like a jerk. That's a classic dog move. No, they ganked me, and I killed them. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> What about you, J-Rem? Is uh, Imperial City up there on your list? Do you enjoy this event? Uh, actually, this is one of my uh, events that's a little bit on the lower end of my list. I'm not a huge Sewers fan, but I definitely have. I've, I've been in there for sure during this event, uh, getting some Telvar and stuff, doing the double Telvar, double drops, all that kind of thing, and uh, doing a little bit of farming. I actually... Uh, I think it was yesterday, we went into, oh, what was it, Red Diamond, I believe the campaign was, and uh, we ran into Fangrush and his gang, oh, and, man. oh, God, we were, they were just farming us, like, we, we didn't ha- have enough guys with us, they had, you know, like, six general, five stars up there with them, and they were just annihilating us, man. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> that is one of the groups you really don't want to run into. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, that's pretty cool, though. Yeah, Imperial City is uh, its usually a hit or miss for people. People are either kind of like, eh, not too much, or they're like, yeah, I love it. Yeah, exactly. 
And that's kind of where I fall. I'm like, I'm I'm in the middle there. Like, I I definitely love PvP. I'm I'm a PvP kind of guy, and that's what keeps me going there. I don't know. It's just uh, the the mix of PvP and and PvE. I'm just more of an open world kind of guy with on my mag sorg. Anyways, I gotta have my my breathing room to streak around a little bit. <laughs> Oh God! You're saying some trigger words for me right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so let's uh, just get some PvP talk going. Perfect segue. Um, so before we go into some serial scores, we could go ahead and take a couple of minutes right here to talk some PvP. I know you, like you said, you are a PvP guy. I see you in there streaming pretty freaking often. So um, as much as I hate to ask, uh, the Sork, is, is it your main? Is that your, that's your baby in there? Oh, yeah. I've been on the Sork for four years now. It was my very okay. first class I made four years ago on console, and uh, it's, it's my main now. Very nice, very nice. That's right, your console transfer, too, uh, started on Xbox. Yep, that's right, Xbox. I made it to CP997, I believe. And then that's when I decided to start all over. <laughs> you know, uh, you get to a certain point where you've done it all, and it's it, it, it's okay to start over, you know? <laughs> it would be nice to bring it with you, but it's okay to start over. Yeah. Yeah, it, it took a little... Uh... Took a little getting used to, uh, you know, get, but I definitely, you know, with all the the knowledge that comes with being a CP 990 on console, I got to 810 really, really fast here on this account. So that that really helped knowing knowing where to go and, you know, what to do, because it's the exact same game, obviously, but you just different ways of playing it. Right. And so how long have you been on PC now? Uh, almost a year, I think. I've been, yeah, I've been, I started streaming when I was on console. I used my, uh, Elgato capture card device and I would link my, my Xbox up to my computer and then I was able to stream using Elgato software. And then I finally, you know, once I, I did that for a couple years, and I switched over to PC, but I wanted to keep streaming. So I I ran on a two PC streaming setup for a little while. And uh, then actually, I just bought a new rig now. Um, it's a, a dope rig. I'm really excited about it. But um, yeah, now I'm just running one PC, a one high end gaming PC that can handle it. And it's oh, yeah. working out good. Very awesome, very awesome. So, for all our listeners um, that you know are thinking of transferring or have wondered what it's like on the other side, is the grass really greener, especially there in Cyrodiil? How does it feel compared to uh, from console to PC? Big difference, little difference? Oh yeah, there's a there's a big difference in like uh, in general performance. The the performance is generally better here on PC. Uh, loading screens are way faster. Um, what else? Uh, I don't. E- I can't even get into the add-ons. That's a whole conversation on its own. Yes. <laughs> but you know, console they don't have. We didn't have any add-ons, so 
mm-hmm. coming here and having like my gray skull add on that shows me exactly what my spell damage is at all times. Uh, but yeah, and that is just fantastic. And having a, little things like a mini map. Oh my god, a mini map is so useful. Uh, right. I I learned the cities so well on console because there was no mini map that I find myself not even using a mini map anymore when I'm running around through different cities. But yes, it's uh, definitely it's got a big difference. Uh, I will say that, and I was I was shocked because I felt like when I switched over from console, I felt like I was playing a new game. I was excited again. I wanted to level up my, uh, you know, get back to 810, get all my gear and all my uh, trinkets and mementos and stuff back, all my achievements that I had, my skins. And I'm still working on that. Um, I'm not quite quite to where I was, but um, I'm getting pretty close now. I, it just takes just takes time, as you guys know. Yes, I am definitely on that struggle bus as we speak. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's cool. That's uh, definitely what I like to hear. So, uh, Mag's work, I mean, is it safe to say that you would be just totally pissing me off as soon as I start engaging you, you're streaking away and, uh, you know, then turning around and coming back at me and getting me from behind that, you know, classic Mag's work, right? Uh, it really depends. I've got a couple different PVP, uh, builds. Once okay. for once for group, once for solo, once for group AOE, and once for solo AOE. So I've got four different setups, and one of them's oh, man, a, a class. Yeah, yeah, I got a got a couple different situations, so I can uh, you know spread my wings a little bit. But um, yeah, so one of my setups is like a battle mage, so. It's very, very thick. It's actually a heavy armor build. And nice. um, so it can stand toe-to-toe, kind of. <laughs> you know, it, it's still a mag sork, so it, it, it is, you know, it's going to get hurt a little and bit. sometimes you got to streak away, right? <laughs> yep, and then you got to streak away. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I move in and out um, like that. Especially if I'm wearing light armor. Oh my god, I have to be mobile with light armor on. I'm like a little squishy jellyfish with light armor on. Yeah, I I know that one all too well. Um, so uh, what about you, Doug? You got any questions for JRM on on the PvP life? Yeah. Uh, so you were talking about your uh, multiple uh, armor sets. Like, isn't there a fancy add-on that you use? Yes, sir. It's called dressing room. Um, I, so all all I gotta do is press one button and it switches all my skills and all my gear for me. Yeah, I definitely wish that we had that on console because there's a lot of times where I'll be switching my uh, gear setup. In Imperial City right now, I'll be switching like, okay, I want to be more damage, or I'm just gonna be farming, uh, you know, PVE stuff. So I just want to be PVE, and it takes me like two minutes to switch out my gear, so I swap out the sets and skills and all that. Yeah. I, I know your pain, man. I, I remember doing <laughs> that stuff too on console. Like, hold on, everybody, wait. There's a boss coming up. Let me throw Sororios on. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. All right, for sure, for sure. So we can always uh, talk some more PvP later. But let's go through these scores here. So, uh, is Greyhost your main server there, J Ram? 
It sure Ooh. is. Nice. Okay. Okay. And you're unfortunately AD, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm AD. <laughs> you know, it's okay. We we all make some mistakes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, this week for PC and a PC and Stadia now, Greyhost servers. You're looking at Evan Hart packed on the lead with 48k. Daggerfall Covenant in second, 42k. And J Rum, what's going on, man? You got to pull these AD up, man. They're in last, sitting oh, around 40k. Yeah, that's a pretty comfortable position for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got you guys got 17 days left in there, so that's good. That's good. Yeah, there's plenty of time. And on the EU side of things for PC Stadia, you're looking at about the same. Ebon Art packed in first, 45k. Daggerfall Covenant in second with 38k. And the old Mary Dominion bringing up the boost, 37.5k. They're right behind the Dominion over there. They they have a chance. So, Dogged, what about the Xbox scores, my man? All right, so for uh, Xbox NA, there's uh, two days left for the console campaigns. Uh, in first, you have da- the Daggerfall Covenant with 104k. You have AD in second with 73.7k. And EP in last with 66.6k. So yeah, eighty eighty actually was uh, you know the underdog for most of the campaign, and like within like last fifteen days, they really stepped up and now they're in second. For uh, Xbox EU, you have a uh, Daggerfall Covenant in first again with eighty six k, Ebonart Pact in second with eighty one point nine k, and then an eighty in last with seventy three point three k. All right, Bob. What about the PlayStation Four scores? So, thanks, as always, to our PS4 correspondent, Lotus of Doom, who has dutifully brought us the NA scores, where I'm glad to report the Daggerfall Covenant in first place, 88k, EP in second, 84k, and the Aldmere Dominion. They they were leading, then they were in second, and now they're in third. So it's been a long month for AD over there on PS4. <laughs> they're at 82k, so they, they still got a chance. And then for EU, uh, we've got Evan Hart packed in first, about to hit that 100k barrier, 98k. Daggerfall Covenant in second, 82k. And Almer Dominion in third again, 71.5k. So it, it's really a rough month for AD all over, honestly. Yeah, definitely. Yep, they rose in Xbox NA, but they uh, fell in PS4 NA. Well, you know, it's a give and take. (laughs) (laughs) So before we get deeper and deeper into our uh, J-Rum interview here, we wanted to take this little middle portion of our episode to remind you all that we are a part of the wildly popular Robots Radio Podcast Network, where you can find us and all kinds of other great shows. And you can check out cool things from our sponsors for the network, like Loot Crate and Gamefly where if you check the links in our bio, you get a 15% off your first order on Loot Crate and a free month if you sign up for just one over at Gamefly. 10 bucks, two months. So all that is there for you guys, plus other great sponsors you can check out and all the other great shows, things like Destiny, Fallout, Elder Scrolls, all, all the good stuff. Go check it out. Guarantee that you won't regret it. 
Do you like adventure? Yeah. Do you like laughing? Uh, yeah. Would you like to listen to a group of people you don't know play D&D and reference retro pop culture you vaguely remember? Um... Excellent. You're going to love Committee Quest. We play D&D in the world of Amaranth. We use adventure modules and supplements made by people in the community. We also have a sweet synthwave backing track. Come and join us on our adventure. Volume 1 has been completed. Volume 2 coming the end of January. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from. All right, all right, all right. So, my dude, J-Rum, we, we're glad. We're so glad that you're here, man, honestly. It, it was worth the wait. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate you guys inviting me on the show. I remember when we first started podcasting, and uh, you were actually one of the first people that Dog was like, yeah, that... This J-Rem dude, he's chill, like, of all the podcasters. And I was <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, that guy, he, he's pretty chill. I don't, I don't even really know him yet, but I listened to their show at least. So, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a, you know, awesome year for us podcasting. And you guys, as well as all the other great podcast fam, have welcomed us in with open arms. And we're super excited to have you here. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your guys' podcast? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm a co-host, as you guys know, of the Brothers of Tamriel podcast. I co-host with my older brother, uh, Mission Maniac. And we have a third co-host who is covering our PvP uh, correspondence, and that is Grim Fate. So... Between the three of us, we've got uh, a lot of knowledge. All of us, it's kind of funny. We're all console transfers. We all started on console, and now we're all on PC. Wow. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so we talk about everything from the beginner level to the veteran level and everything in between. We cover, you know, mechanics of dungeons. We cover rotations and builds and... uh, basic builds and advanced builds and then uh meta builds and stuff like that and rotations and stuff we cover rotations that can potentially hit 90k 80 to 90k on the 21 mil um, that's awesome that yeah, could be hard that, to do over you know an audio format oh yeah yep um definitely it's uh mission is he's the one that takes the lead on that he's a dps expert and uh he's He's hitting like 93k right now, I do believe on the on the 21 mil. On the 20 mil, nice. That's extremely solid. That's Alcast numbers right there. Yep, yeah, very good numbers. That's top tier DPS. Uh, I am unfortunately nowhere near that, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, you know, he's put in the time and the DPSing and stuff. He's pumped those dummies for a long time. And I'm just now, like, now that I'm on PC, I'm finally working on my DPS. I've got all these add-ons helping me with, like, my, (laughs) to fine-tune my uh, combat and stuff, like combat metrics and Hodors and everything like that, that you can can check the analytics of your fights and stuff. And it's really useful and really helpful. And I also, one of my favorite add-ons that i'm using right now is a light attack manager that tells me how many light attacks per skill that i'm firing and with dps you you're generally wanting it to be around 0.7 to 0.8 uh light attacks per skill the closer to one the better um 
but so that's what i'm working on right now is uh improving my light attacks per skill because they are a little bit on the low side right now which is causing a little bit of dps trouble for me but um yeah so as the podcast we started off uh i do believe it was about uh, a year and a half ago now because our anniversary just came up in august yeah so it was a year yeah it was a year and a month ago we started the, the podcast and uh it's been a long journey. It's been a lot of fun to where we have ended up here. And, you know, now we're meeting you guys and meeting the podcast fam. I, I get along with every single one of you guys. I love you guys like family. Um, we are, you know, pretty tight knit. We've got the, the discord to keep, keep in touch with people. And, mm-hmm. um, it's just, it's a lot of fun. I love, I love podcasting. I, I'm a, so I, I I'm a musician at heart, so I love recording oh, awesome. and doing stuff like like that. Um, so I love play? I play uh, guitar. I've played guitar since I was ten. And uh, oh man, we could go off on some hardcore tangents right now. <laughs> yeah. <gotta> back. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I love rec- like the uh, the recording software part of it the editing and stuff of so it. so you're the editor of your cast then yep yep i'm the one that edits the cast and we started off nice. a little rough because i was using some uh some software that was not ideal and in a recording but we made it work and uh we finally got we landed on audacity is what we use for our recording and uh it's it's pretty easy to edit around and stuff like that so that's kind of where we landed but that's what we what we do over at the Brothers of Tamriel. We just kind of we're growing our guild on PCNA, and um, we're Dude, just trying to. Where's try my to, invite, man? It's if you want an invite, you are more than welcome, man. You can you come on down. You guys got to carry me through some stuff as I continue <laughs> to grow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's got to be cool podcasting uh, with your brother. I have uh, not. Man, I, I can't even remember the last game I spent significant time playing with my brother. Yeah, me and uh, Mission, we're, he's only, we're pretty close in age, so we've always been kind of close all yeah. of our lives. Like, pretty good friends and stuff. And um, so this came up. Uh, actually, what brought it about, what inspired us, was the podcast The Lore Seekers. And... They uh they really we listened to these guys and we were like you know what uh we've got a different take on you know some things and we've got a you know different opinions and stuff and not uh we were we've got different takes on uh, different opinions you know we got something else to say and we we were really excited to put it out to the public because um, we'd been playing for a little while and. Yeah, we just really wanted to. Our main goal was to help people learn how to play the game. That was our main goal: help people to get from beginner to veteran. Maybe not as in the fastest way possible, but in the most, um, in the most like progressive way possible. The most, the the most bang for your buck, and right. that's kind of what our podcast is themed around: is teaching you know people how to play the game because. 
when I started, I didn't have anyone holding my hand, teaching me how to play the game. And it, I will admit it was very overwhelming to me at first, because this was like my second MMO that I've ever played in my life. Right. And so I, to, I was pretty new to the MMO game, but um, so it was pretty overwhelming and I needed, I needed a little help, but I just didn't have anyone, you know, I've, I'm a soloist at heart. Uh, so it's hard sometimes, you know, for me to jump into a game and just like start rattling off in zone chat. Hey, you guys want to group up and this and that? I don't do that kind of thing. Uh, so that's kind of why we're trying to help people, trying to teach people how to play the game, help people grow a little bit in the game, and uh, everybody everybody wins. Uh, it's we're giving back from what we've learned. And there's no sense in not not trying to help and that's that's what our goal is is to help help people so that's yeah. what we're we're all about same here man that is what we're all about too making sure that you know some of the little things that veterans really know kind of get across to everyone yeah exactly so uh you guys uh you guys are still running your show right and everything i know it's not so frequent but you guys are still popping around every every now and again yeah yeah we we've been uh, on a little hiatus mission he's so he drives truck uh oh, he's, okay. he, yeah he's an over the road truck driver so his schedule is, gets a little you know he'll be gone for a month at a time sometimes so it, it's a little tough to get three of us all all together at the same time and podcasting and uh mission right now he's he's taking a little bit of a hiatus he's taking a, a little bit of a back seat on eso for the time being um he, he'll be back though he's he's been he hasn't logged on i'm looking at it right now he hasn't logged on in four days so oh, that's but, a little bit of a back seat yeah you're right a little bit <laughs> yeah but he, he'll be he'll we be all back. come back yeah yep yep yeah especially it, it draws you back in man yeah, it definitely does. Um, I mean, I've taken breaks from this game, and I've always came right back. And uh, it's not like Mission has taken like a full blown break from the game, but he's You're not pulling the Lord Seekers. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, your guys' podcast is all over, right? If people want to go check you guys out, they could hear you: Spotify, Apple, Google, all the cool places. Yep, we are. We're everywhere. It's free, pretty much. Very nice. Very nice. So, uh, Doug, do you got any questions for a good friend on uh, his podcast? Podcast experience? Anything? And their uh, pregame rituals? I'm just kidding. Yes, uh, Bob's always on to me. He's like, "What's your pregame rituals?" And like, I don't know. I don't have any. So, Jram, what are your pregame rituals? What do you do to prep yourself before a podcast? Uh, well, it depends on what state you're in, but it might be legal. It might not be legal. <laughs> um, other than that, no, I just kind of chit chat with the cast, uh, members and kind of go over what we're going to be talking about and kind of amp, amp each other up a little bit, you know, get ready for a, a good conversation. And that's, that's kind of what I, I get, just grab a Mountain Dew and, caffeinate myself and just go to town on talking about one of my favorite subjects, DSO. 
Man, you just covered me and Dog in one sentence. You went from nefarious <laughs> activities to Mountain Dew. It's perfect. Just, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Dog really, he has none, man. I'm like, I'm going to pour my, pour my pregame shot, dude. This is it. And he's like, yeah, dude, let's go. I'm ready. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I get it, bro. It's because I already have my Mountain Dew ready, so. Yeah. Of course. Of course. I have my Mountain Dew today, so. All right, so uh, I we know that you stream a lot of PvP, but do you prefer PvP or do you prefer PVE? Um, I that's very hard to for me to answer because I some days I'm in a PvP mood, some days I'm in a PVE mood. Um, when it comes to PVE, I really, really like the vet trials, like the hard mode vet trials and game kind of stuff. That's kind of my bag. I love those vet trials. The 12-man content is just fantastic. It's really fun getting 12 people to coordinate and uh, get together. And it's challenging, too, to to get those 12 people and to get a consistent group of 12 people to keep showing up and keep learning this trial. Like something like uh, Veteran Mobler or Kaj, for an example, that... Something that needs, you know, you you just need the reps. You got to put the time into the trial to learn the trial. Um, but at the same time, you know, on the flip side, I I love Cyrodiil. I love open world PvP, and I I like it on my Magsork. I like it on my Templar. I love it on my Nightblade. Um, that yeah. So it just totally depends on from day to day what mood I go. That's that's kind of why I. I'm streaming all the time is because I'm I'm bouncing around doing doing PVE, doing PVP. I I do a little bit of everything in this in the game and that's what keeps my interest peaked. Yeah, I am in the same way. Like uh, before Graymore had launched, I was on like uh I wasn't like preferring PVP or PVE. I was preferring like just doing like the sneaky things like thieving and murdering. I was trying to grind up that uh, like 1 million gold soul to offense. And oh then, you yeah! Pretty launched, and the fence was broken for well controller users, which is you know all console players and anyone who used a controller for a PC. And that was like it was nice that I could just focus on the story. But after I finished the story, I was I just didn't know what to do because I couldn't do my thieving thing that I wanted to get back into. So, oh okay. I feel like that's, uh, you know, kind of not that anyone who wouldn't say both isn't this, but I feel like it's kind of the true gamer answer, you know, like you can't decide it. So, or maybe I guess a better way to say it is probably like, I think when you really dabble into ESO PVP, it's hard to not get addicted. Like, there's yeah. definitely some people it's just pvp isn't for them period they're not gonna like it no matter what and that is totally fine and that's what's awesome about eso it's got a whole side of things for you to go do when you don't like pvp but if you at all have ever even even if you haven't thought you might like it you still can try it and possibly fall in love the pvp it's pretty well balanced i mean sure yeah it's still can be super broken in ways. Sure, there's Nightblades, you know, three sniping people off a horse, you know, yes, there are broken builds, but for the most part, if you just go in there, join a group, 
and just go have some fun for a bit take like ripping down castle walls and like taking over something like it's really cool uh, it's it's really well done pvp and it's hard not to fall in love with in my opinion yeah and when the fights are really balanced like once you get start getting to like momentum of going from keep to keep and like let's say like you're pushing ad you're just rolling through them well eps up top you know rolling through the uh you know the blue keeps and and then it eventually get hit to a front where you have to fight each other and that's where like i'll be up for like you know four or five o'clock in the morning when i should have went to bed at like you know midnight and I was like oh i have class in two hours well <laughs> but we're still defending blue road <laughs> yeah yeah we lost all the other m keeps we have blue road and but we have blue road <laughs> you know blue road might be our only keep but that's okay <laughs> It's just all about the momentum that I find it with uh, Cyrodiil. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Cyrodiil is it's a special place. I I know that there's still a lot of discontent with it, just the like structure of their PvP kind of world. But there's also a lot of discontent with like the lag and everything. But you know, there is so many people in Cyrodiil. And everyone is casting an insane amount of skills, and there's just so much constantly happening everywhere that you can kind of understand when things things break down in there. But man, just just talking about it, it reignites my love for it. JRAM, dude, double AP for like a month and a half with all the live testing. Are you are you excited? Oh yeah, I I need to get that PvP rank up. I need some skill points, baby. <laughs> yeah, we went kind of crazy during mid year on Xbox. Dog hit five stars. Well, congrats, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I definitely put in a lot of grind. I put a lot of grind like last mid year too, like back in January, oh, and the one okay. before that on that character. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, five stars, Mr. Mr. Braggadocious over here. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why all these eighty people are trying to kill me. Like, oh, maybe you can finally kill this well, yeah. overlord. And like, oh, yeah, how oh, you low CP. Like, no, that's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that got to suck about being a grand overlord, though, like, you could kill them like five times, but if they kill you once, they're going to be like, oh, oh we yeah. killed the grand overlord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that happened to me, uh, well, yesterday. Uh, I killed uh, two red gankers who was ganking yellow PVEers. I ended up killing one of the yellow because I dropped a meteor on the red. And then I stole that Telvar. I killed the two red. Um, got like, I felt like 10k off of them. And then I got Zerg down by this huge Zerg of red that just rolled in. And these two reds that I killed, and they just started backing me. I'm like, why? Like, you're not in my death recap. I even see you in the fight. <laughs> or what was, like, there wasn't really a fight. It was just me dying. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, that's about how it goes. So, as well as, you know, your podcasting, like Dog was saying, you are definitely a streamer, definitely a PvP streamer. But, I, you know, I have also seen you do a mixed bag of everything. Now, out of the, the you're the third guest we've had here. and probably the the biggest streamer like as far as that side of things so 
why don't you just give our audience you know like what's it like streaming eso is it is it a pretty pretty good game to stream oh yeah it's it's come super natural to stream this game because you're it, you're it's almost like you're talking to yourself anyways so it's kind of nice having a you know some people in chat kind of chit-chatting with you while you're while you're playing the game and um this is a game that sometimes you you can look at the chat box and sometimes you are gonna die if you look at the chat box um but, uh <laughs> yeah so I, yeah uh i love it it's it just comes it's super natural uh it's just something that i look forward to doing every day uh and i i meet new people you know every day and i i help people out every day and stuff like that and i just that's that's kind of what it's all about and just paying it forward. Yeah. It's, I mean, like you always get people, even as like, you know, we're, you know, I'm a smaller streamer than you, but neither of us are huge streamers. And when you get someone coming in there, cause it's even as a small streamer, you're bound to get someone who's going to come in and be like, what do you think this, like, what is the best class? What is the best set for this? What is, and you're just like, hmm, like, how in the world am I going to answer this question right now yeah. in a succinct way? But it feels really good when, like, you, you know, I, and that's kind of like the same with podcasting. You put out what you think. Like, you know, here is the best possible answer I could give. It's probably not exactly what you're looking for, but it may give you enough to you know, move forward with your, you know, like build or whatever you're trying to do. And like, when you have that person that's just like, Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I see what you're saying. And like that would, that totally works. And uh, you're the reason they see that it's pretty freaking cool. Even if it's just like one random person and that's the only time you ever see them, you know, is dropping your stream, but it was, it's cool that you could help out at any point yeah yep i totally agree it's definitely very rewarding like if if it does feel good helping people out like that and any way any way that you can you know if someone like you said if someone comes in with a question answer it to the best of i answer it to the best of my knowledge and i i do go to the googles from time to time and and uh yeah that's i mean that's kind of I do the same thing. I I just answer to the best of my ability and try to nudge him in the right direction. Now, you stream PvP a lot, man. I think I would have more trouble streaming PvP that much because I get so angry sometimes. <laughs> Yo. <Yeah. laughs> I guess as a Sork, you could just streak away when you're angry, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't have to get angry. Um, but is it like, you know, you enjoy the streaming of the PVP? It doesn't, uh, it doesn't affect your play style at all where you're in Cerdo? Uh, no, not really. I, I just kind of do my own thing and, um, you know, if people want to pop in and watch and, you know, listen and stuff like that, that's, that's cool. If not, no, no big deal to me. That's kind of, I, I'm gonna, I'm the same guy on stream as i am off stream so yeah 
Definitely a chill, dude. And always just throwing out gold on your stream, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> bankroll, dude. Like, you have literally taken my PC account that had nothing. And, like, I've gotten much further because I've been chilled in J-Rum's stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do... Uh... We do a lot of giveaways over at the Brothers of Tamriel podcast streams, uh, either mine or missions. We we definitely do a lot of giveaways, and that goes back goes right back to helping people. Very awesome, man. And I know, like you said, uh, you're big on the end game trials. I think last time I was in your stream, you were just kind of flexing some of the skins you've got there, right? Have you almost got all of them now for the trials? Um, I think, what am I missing? Uh, yeah, I've almost got all of them. I got my V-Mall, I've got my Sunspire, I've got my eight Kinds Aegis. That was the, the latest one, was the Kinds Aegis one we did on Vet. Yeah, these, the last two were just like, do it on Vet. Here's the skin. Yeah. That still was yeah, Mob Lorcage, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm still, oh, V-Hoff. I haven't done my V-Hoff one yet. Nope. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That'll have that to one be too on is the a, That one's just complete it, right? Yeah. Yep. I do. But it's hard. Time. It's hard enough just to complete, uh, that halls from what I've heard. Even though I think earlier this year or a year ago, they nerfed that trial. At some point, they nerfed some stuff in there. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't remember when exactly, but I do remember uh, the tank in our dungeon group, Gramaton, being like, oh, yeah, we have to do at least it on normal now because I've never done it. And everyone used to complain how hard it was even on normal. But now got nerfed. So let's go. Yeah, I think I'm right about during the Morrowind uh, celebration that we did that. Uh, So um, I've got a couple more questions. And then just some random ones to throw out at you at the end. But dog, do you got you got some stuff on your list? You got anything you want to say before we uh, enter the home stretch here? Uh, yeah. Uh, how much of like ESO have you completed? Like, uh, you know, like the zone story DLC, all that. Um, I've completed Cadwell's Gold on four different tunes. Wow! And... <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Yeah, I I really like the storylines in this game too. That's another thing that I that's another th- aspect of the game that I like. I love the stories, the writing and the dialogue and the voice acting of this game is fantastic. And plus they got some they got they have some uh some people that you wouldn't expect like John Cleese and uh Kate Beckinsale is Queen Irene. Yeah. Um, amazing. So that's pretty cool. Amazing voice actors. Uh, like every time they like I figure out who is actually voice acting something, I'm like, "Oh my god, how is it always this amazing?" Yeah. But so you have done Cattle's Gold on Fortunes. How many of them are Tamriel heroes, bro? Um, I think just one. Just one of them. Same, dude. I only have one, too. That's a tough one. Like, Yeah. That's some dedication. I'm close on a second one, but it's still got, like, all of Ebonheart, and that's the longest faction. Oh, yeah. 
But still, four catalyst gold is pretty freaking impressive. Uh, I'll give you props on that one. Yeah, I, I always wear my Cadwell's hat. I'm, I'm sure you've seen me in stream with my pot on my head. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is probably like, you know, like the biggest or most significant achievement that you've uh, made in ESO? Um, completing VMA was a pretty big milestone for me. Um, and completing VMAL, I would say, was another milestone because VMAL is a pretty tough trial. And it, like, if one person steps out of place incorrectly, you're all dead. So that trial can be a real toughie. Um, but at the same time, if you got a good group, you can burn through it. I've seen, I've heard of groups burn through it in 40 minutes before. So. Um, my, my main achievement, I would say is my Cadwell's gold though, just because my, the storyline stuff trumps everything for me in this game. I love the story and the quests, uh, more than, more than any part of the game. I would say that's my favorite aspect of the game because it reminds me of the single player Elder Scrolls games a lot. And it just takes me back to those you know, those days when I was 10 years old playing Morrowind for the first time and uh, getting off the boat and just those feels, that nostalgia. So, yeah, I would, I'd say my cat, all my Cadwell's golds that I've, that I've done just because of the questing. I, I love the storylines of, of all the different factions. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I found interesting about like the, uh, Ruins of Azaton kind of story is the uh, Zauner. He was uh, voice acted by the uh, actor that played the Hulk. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I remember hearing that on, from uh, Mike Finnegan on the uh, Tales of Tamriel interview. Oh, okay. Recently. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, man. So, uh, just just a few more questions here. Well, I got like one big question you can just go off on. And then we got a few. I'm just going to like rapid fire at you. It's going to be like the lightning round. <laughs> but there's no prize at the end. So it's even more fun. <laughs> just kidding. All right. All right. So big one. Um, what are your opinions on the current state? of ESO and kind of like how all of this year's Dark Heart of Skyrim 2020 updates have been going, the direction they're going in. And uh yeah, like as far as also current and the future and is there anything you would really like to see come in? Is there anything you'd like to see stay the same, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. Go ahead, my dude. Um yeah, so this latest patch, I got a. I one thing that I've been noticing is that they've definitely been putting performance a little bit higher on the list. It's not on the top of the list, but is as it seems. Um, but it seems to be a little higher on the list than it was because they've been making, they've been announcing, you know, what they're doing for performance issues and. They've been discussing how to fix different things, such as like the AOE 
rendering and Cyrodiil was the big one that they're testing uh, this for this last patch. And they're seeing if that was causing any lag or anything like that. But um, so, yeah, I, you know, I would really, I, I'm sure everyone has the same answer with that. You know, they, I'd like to see better performance, honestly. Uh, that would be a big one. And um, more, you know, it would be really cool is if, uh, and I, I talked about this on our show a little bit. Um, I wish there were some, some like tougher overland areas rather yeah. than, and and like some uh, some heavy achievements within uh, like overland and solo play that like you get a a badass mount or something out of like and like that. I think that'd be cool. Or or overland and you get you have to do a series of quests that are really difficult that gives you you know, a nice reward, a nice item at the end of it, a gear piece that is rare or something like that. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think like one of my uh, more concerns is about this is how what they were doing, like with all the healing and taking sets, they're kind of making it more so like group only. And I do like the, uh, or I do want like harder uh, Overland PvE content, especially, you know, Q4, where it will probably be, uh, you know, a, like an overland piece, like the size of like Merkmire or Southern Elsewhere. And if it's, you know, if it's more similar to like Southern Elsewhere with dragons, we might have hero storms. And I don't want the, the hero storms to be easier compared to like the when they first came out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally understand. Like, I would love to see some harder overland content as well. And, Better rewards for Overland, because right now, you know, you do a quest and you get a, you get a nice little decon item. <laughs> yeah, that's about yeah. that's about all you get, and six hundred and ten gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And people used to really get triggered at Cadwell's gold back in the day when you just get a decon item. It's like, wow, yeah. how cool! Completed that whole thing for this piece. <laughs> Of junk. <laughs> yeah, so I'd like to see a little bit better performance and some... The Overland needs a little a little love, I think. And I've been noticing uh, they're kind of spreading their wings a little bit because they are... They're working on the housing, the pathing system now, and which is... I haven't messed with at all. I don't know if you... Have you guys messed with the pathing system in houses yet? No, I haven't yet, but I do think it is a very cool addition and something that people have wanted for a long time. So it's nice. Yeah. What do you think, dog? Um, I think it is interesting. Uh, the only thing that I really tested it on was to see if my uh blacked out uh, silhouette wolf would uh, still walk around, you know, properly, and it does walk around properly just as a silhouette. Um, I had a little bit of problem because like the way how you to, like place the uh path was like it didn't show up so i was like okay what button is it and i'm pressing all these buttons and it happened to be like left trigger which was like one of the last buttons i pressed because i want to think you know left trigger would have been the correct button for a thing but yeah yeah because on 
uh, console left trigger. Isn't that block? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I I remember now. Yeah, I tried the bumpers. I tried right trigger. I tried all four buttons. And we tried the arrow keys because you know you have like slottables and weapon swap. And I'm like, yeah. Well, what is your uh, favorite role when you do your trials? Um, DPS. I I like DPS a lot. Um, I don't. My DPS isn't fantastic, but it it's not terrible. It's just enough to get me into some vet trials. <laughs> have you tried the uh, healing and tanking, or are you, you have you dabbled? I've dabbled with tanking. Um, I haven't really done much healing on the vet trials, but I I do a lot of vet dungeon healing um, and vet dungeon uh, tanking and stuff. I love I like I like the support roles. They're fun. <clears throat> they're, they it really makes you think because it's like you're managing the fight for the DPS. Um, so I I like that aspect of it. I I like being a healer in dungeons and stuff. I just haven't really uh, I haven't really stepped foot into healing a vet trial yet. I'm not really not really sure why either. I just haven't hasn't came up every time. Uh, this group needs me. It's usually just for a DPS. I dogged anything else? I don't want to step on your toes. Um, nope, that's it. All right. All right, all right. So, J-Rum, got a few more for you here. We're going lightning styles. So, go, here we go right off the rip. Here we go. Favorite class in ESO? Magsork. Favorite dungeon in ESO? Crypt of Hearts 2. To level a tune, uh, dungeons and quests slowly. Nice. Your favorite, your go to region in ESO, Somerset. Okay, okay. So, magic or stamina? Ooh, man, that depends. I'm magic. <laughs> okay, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> And what about your first Elder Scrolls game? Mm, my first one was Morrowind. Nice. Okay, okay. First gaming console. Ooh, uh, I had an Atari. My bro, my older brother. Wow. Yeah, my older brother had an Atari when we were younger. I remember playing like uh, this some um, Forrest Gump game on Atari. Okay, so uh, your go-to off game from Elder Scrolls Online. Dark Souls 3. Okay, very nice, very nice. And last one, probably the hardest, favorite band. Oh, I've been in a real turnover place for the last couple years, so I'll say turnover. There you go. I was going to say it, but he said turnover already. It's got to be turnover. Yeah. (laughs) Very awesome, man. Very awesome. So that's about all we have for you. Dogged, anything else? Um, what's your favorite race lore-wise? My favorite race is the Altmer. Um, just because... No wonder you play AD. Yep, yep. Uh, just because, you know, they are... In the lore, they are the oldest uh, race, and it makes sense for them to, you know, they... They come off as like a little arrogant sometimes, and uh, or all the time, and uh, 
and I, I kind of understand it. You know, if you think if you, if you live to be 500 years old where you can create things of perfection where other people, you know, they just hobble things together just to make them work where you can, you've got all the time in the world to take your time to, to grow and to learn things and stuff like that. So I get why the Altmer are the way they are, they are, and they're they're my favorite race. I I wish they were a little more humble, but they're not. <laughs> I mean, some are. So. Yeah, definitely. There are you do run across some that are. And then, lastly, uh, what's your favorite race build wise for ESO? My favorite race build wise, um, yeah, that's another one that really depends on the situation. Hmm. Well, I would say the Magsork, just because that's my main. But if we're talking overall Elder Scrolls, I would say a rogue character, like a thief, a bow user, um, sneaky, sneaky, Khajiit kind of guy. Yeah. That's kind of what I always played when I did the single-player games, like uh, Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim. I was always starting it off with a a nice sneaky rogue. So those are my top two, I would say. All right, that wraps up my questions for you. Nice, nice. Uh, J. Rem, anything else you want to throw in there, my dude? Uh, no. I, thanks for having me on, guys. It's a good conversation. Um, I love, always love talking ESO. You guys know that. Yeah, hell yeah, man. We're definitely excited to have you on, and you are always welcome here, my dude. Awesome. So, uh, Dog, why don't you tell the people where they could get a hold of us if they wanted to come talk about the show? All right. You can find the show on Twitter of at Red Diamond Cast. You can find our Facebook page of uh, the Red Diamond Courier. Enjoy it. You can find us in our Xbox guild of Heirs of the Red Diamond, which you can join using the Robots Radio Discord found on robotsradio.net. And if you check the bio in or the show notes in our bio, you can find links to our merch store, our sponsors that I mentioned earlier, and our very talented music producer, Daniel Nisley, who you can have make music for you to stream with you can have them make music for your podcasts your company your commercials anything dude is a freaking genius and uh jaron my dude if the people just absolutely love you where can they come find you uh you can find me over at Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash J Rumberg you can also follow me on Twitter I'm on Twitter at Jeff Another Shot, and uh, you definitely follow the podcast, the Brothers of Tamriel podcast, which is at Brothers of Tam on Twitter. And to follow Mission Maniac, his is Twitter or Twitch.tv forward slash Mission Maniac ninety. Nice, awesome, my dude. And what about you, Don? All right, you can find me on Xbox or Twitter of at dogbark24. Yeah, you can come play with me. You can come uh, feed me how awesome I am and how much Bob smells. It smells great, I'd like to add. Okay. All right. 
I'm just kidding. But anyways, and if you guys want to come talk to me, you can find me on Xbox, Bob Chichinsky, and uh, on PC ESO, as well as Twitter and Twitch, Bob underscore Chichinsky. And yeah, that's that's about it. We hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, we always love having a guest on. It's been far too long. We were kind of in the works with some stuff and then we're like all right now we gotta we gotta get someone in here so uh j-rom is awesome unfortunately he he wasn't in vegas bro why weren't you in vegas j-rom i only saw your brother i know i i was planning on going but i just got back the week before from jamaica i was in jamaica for a week so i couldn't take another week off of work as soon as i got back Oh, that kind of fair. Enough. Yeah, I was I was a little bit disappointed about that. Yeah, it was, it was a good time to say the least. I didn't actually get to meet your brother, but I, I did see him doing plenty of the activities around there. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so JRAM is like we said, streaming all the time. Go check him out. If no, if for no other reason that you could win some gold <laughs> yeah a, yeah exactly he's a very very wholesome streamer chill dude all his pvp and, and pve knowledgeable their podcast has got all kinds of good stuff just like ours and we love spreading the eso podcast fam love all around for you guys so thank you again for stopping in j rum and dog thank you for uh, coming here with me for another week as always And uh, yeah, we'll be here with you guys next week. Hope you guys have a good one. Yep. See ya. See you guys later. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Since the dawn of time, there have been storytellers who teach through their stories. These myths give rise to fundamental truths, and these truths shape our collective experience. Yet these myths are not something of the past, and today they engage us more fully in the story itself. Video games allow us to live the lives of our favorite myths. My name is Blue Crew 86, host of Focus Fire Chat, and I want to invite you to explore our modern-day myths with us. Join with us as we explore the stories, the mythologies of the Destiny franchise, as well as other games. Let's explore together.